This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the White Tail Lakes Podcast. We're all set up here down this creek bottom. Being Buck's been in here a bunch of times, so good chance to see it on him. Meh. Smoked him. I think he just crashed, bro. <laughs> Absolute money, dude. It's 76 degrees out. We just set up 80 yards from a buck and killed him at 18 yards. Here we are. We're set up on a, this grave that's been absolute fire for the last eight days. We know a shooter went in here to bed this morning. Matt. Get it? That was at eight. That's at eight. Fucked out October 28th. Homies up for the rest of November. But absolutely incredible season. Both kills on hanging hunts, right on the beds. And just making it making it happen. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes with episode number 14. Almost done with this thing. Um, getting the people to make this possible, getting to the show. Um, Exodus Outdoor Gear. Um, if you guys are in the market for a new set of arrows um, in season here or after season, I highly suggest you check out the new MMT, the Moment Arrow from Exodus. Um, it is a custom tailor-built arrow specifically for your setup, your draw weight, draw length, what head you shoot. Um, and they're going to set you up with the spine, the weight, and some really high-quality high, high quality fletchings, and you're going to have a very flat shooting arrow. Um, all right, today, today when I woke up, 
Um, I woke up in the middle of the night and realized that I hadn't recorded a podcast for you guys. So I had to wake up early at 4 a.m. and get that out on the airwaves for you guys. So you had one for today. Sorry, it was extremely short. Uh, but before we get in what happened to today, I'm going to have uh, Bladen and Rainer on. And they went on a hunt yesterday with me. Um, how many deer did we see, Rainer? Five. Five deer. Seen five deer. And uh, did you have a good time, Bladen? Yeah. Yeah. We went out in the wagon blind, right? Got it set up. What did we see? How many bucks? One. One buck. How many does? Four. Four does, one buck. Um, what do you think? Tell us about when the does were coming in, what was happening. Shaking. You're shaking. <laughs> he he spotted some does out the window, and um, they are pretty far out there, and I told him just to keep an eye on them, and he looked over to me, and he said, they're getting closer, and then, then what did you say? He said, why am I shaking? <laughs> he got the buck fever. What? What do you, what do you got to say, Bladen? I told you it was getting closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you told me they were getting closer and closer. And then it was too dark. They got almost close enough. But that was a... Yeah, couldn't take the shot on the far one. But that's how that day went. Pretty fun hunt, huh? We're going to go try again tomorrow. Since it's going to be colder, we're going to go try again on the food. Mm-hmm. Hopefully be some more deer out there. Maybe we can get one down this time. Yeah. We're going to take the antlers, and I'll let you rattle them this time. Okay? You want to do that, Bladen? Yeah? It's going to take two. Yep, two antlers. Rattle them together. All right, well, let me podcast about today, and then I'll come in there with you guys, okay? Good job. Rainer wanted to come on here and Bladen and tell about how he got buck fever for the first time. So I told him that he could come on and tell you guys. Um, the does were coming in. He's like, why am I shaking? I'm like, well, that's just part of the game, man. It, it's it's funny. So my heart's beating fast. And that was a cool experience for him to get that um, the first buck fever experience. He's been with me when I shot a buck. But I don't think you got to see the deer when I shot it, did you? No. It was too far away. Uh, but he actually got to see these ones working in and getting closer and closer and start started shaking. So he wanted to come on and tell you guys about that. But today I went to the park pinch um, at the Urban. I got in there real clean. already had the stand set up. We, we hung that one yesterday, didn't we, Bladen? Yep. We went in, picked you up from school, and then we went and hung that stand for that wind switch. So we had that stand hung up. Oh, you made a scrape out there and peed in it, didn't you? Yeah, you did while I was hanging the stand. <laughs> um no bucks hit that scrape today, just so you know. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I went in, um, and I've always seen good movement in this pinch, and a lot, most of the time it's from east to west, but this morning it was from west to east, and I noticed there was a few does down on the bottom working, and I, I got uh, the antlers out, banged them together. I rattled in Tupac. Um uh, this is a property I shot Kevin Gates off of, and I name every deer on this property some rapper's name because the people that own this property, their kids, drive this Geo Metro, and every time I see them at the gas station at their house, they're banging rap music really, really loud. Um, so every buck I just name some kind of rapper. Um, so we got Big Sean, Tupac, Snoop, and uh, Kevin Gates was last year. I killed Kevin Gates, and Snoop is a new buck, but Tupac was there last year. Tupac's a 10, probably in the high 40s, 50, really, really, really tall brows, probably 10-inch brows. His brows are just about as tall as his 
G2s. He works in, posturing. He comes to 55 yards, no shot. Um, and he's sitting there. Um, and at this point, I got cover behind me, but he can see pretty good. Um, then he starts working, bumping those does. And it, then out of nowhere, here comes Snoop on a full bound. That's the big eight that's on the cover photo. Just a big, tall, wide eight. Um, probably a three-year-old. Um, looks like a three-year-old, but I probably would shoot the deer just because he's. I love big eight pointers, and he's he's definitely that. Um, you know, excuse me. Anyways, he runs in, sees those does. Um, I snort wheeze at him. Um, he doesn't respond. I let him get out of sight, and then I rattle, and he runs right back. Um, and he runs probably a hundred yards away, and he runs to fifty-five yards. Tries to get my wind, but my wind's blowing out into that open park, that closed park, and he does not want to get out in that openness. So he's right on the edge of my wind. He probably stands there three or four minutes scent checking, and I try, you know, I'm, I grunt at him, try to bring him over. He eventually loses interest and cruises back the way that those does came. So I'm jacked up. I just had an encounter with two of my target bucks um, kind of at the same time, one right after another. And, uh, you know, really close to shooting both of them if they would have just worked in that extra 20 yards. Um, so Tupac, the 10, he worked east, and the other buck, Snoop, he worked west. So I waited about an hour, and I rattled again, and here comes Tupac right through the pinch. Going to be absolute money at 30, 30 yards. I draw back. He needs to take two steps. And there's one gap in my pinch where it's it's a feathered edge where there's a bunch of brush and every tree that I, little tree sapling that I cut down, to a bunch of trees fell down. And then I just threw all that stuff in there as well. And it made like a, a, a I made a natural um, feathered edge. And then everything that I cut down for shooting lanes, I threw in there as well and just made it really, really hard to get through. Um, and there's a real high stem count rush of olive wall. And he gets to that point behind that tree. I'm at full draw. It's going to be 30-yard shot, 29 to be exact. And he turns north and takes two steps out through that rush of olive and then walks 35 yards behind it and hit makes a scrape. He's grunting over there, pawing at the ground. Um, he's over there, and I'm thinking he's he's out there like 45 yards, still looking over there, uh, trying to find the deer that's making the noise. And there's this bottom to the right of me, and when I'm rattling, it's echoing down that bottom. And I think that they're thinking that the buck's over in that bottom. Um, so he's I'm watching him for two, three minutes, make the scrape, and then out of nowhere, here comes Snoop on a full bound running into this rattle sequence that I just did. He runs in, and he goes the exact same trail to the exact same spot. Um, to try to wind whatever rattled. Literally, you, his feet were probably inches from where they were, you know, an hour before. Um, and he stood there for a couple minutes. Um, and at this point, I was thinking, he's going to walk away again. So I snort wheeze. And when I snort wheeze, I don't know that uh, there's a 10 out there with short twos, not a shooter, a three-year-old, real close to a shooter, though. Um, he's three yards behind me. But I'm looking at Tupac and Snoop, and they're 60 yards apart, kind of trying to figure out where this other buck, where these bucks are fighting. And uh, when I snort wheeze, this other buck's so close, it spooks him, and he takes off running. With 
So he runs towards both of them bucks. They see him running. They all take running off running. Then they run right through that doe bedding ridge, and two does pop out. So now the chase is on, and they're chasing those does, and they chase them way off west um, out of my life. Um, I decided to sit all day. Um, I had really good uh, movement on young bucks and does middle of the day on cam there in the bottom, probably 150 yards from me way. But I see in a button buck and uh, two small bucks midday there. Um, and then I seen another small half rack buck later in the evening. And then right before dark, I seen four door does come out of the bedding to the north. And they must have been bedded there all day um, and never came out. Um, and it's bed- they're bedded right up against that park on a little bottom. Um, two does with both their yearlings. They worked into about 40 yards and uh, then circled on down the ridge. And the ridge goes, the west goes to, over to the neighbor's property. And every single one of those deer today went through one bottom, um, at one spot on the neighbor's property. <clears throat> and nobody hunts it. Um, and I messaged the guy to see if I could access it and hunt it. And I haven't got a response yet. But I will definitely be putting a stand up in that one spot on that bottom because literally every single deer that I seen either came from there or went there at some point of the day. But it was a really good movement day. It was cold all day. It was 32 for the high with 15-mile-an-hour winds. I'm going to go back in the pinch tomorrow for the morning. I'm supposed to be 28, and it's going to be chilly. I'm going to go there. I'm going to hunt to about 9:30, 10, I think get down, come home, hang out with the kids a little bit, and then we're going to go back out to the wagon blind tomorrow night and hunt the ag, right? I uh, got some mobiles out there on the ag. I had a lot of does on mobiles in the small bucks. Um, so I'm hoping with that cold temps, uh, it's going to be 26 tomorrow evening, that the uh, they pulled the, those does pull some bucks out to that edge and I can rattle them over. Um, that's the plan. There's a lot of shooters on that property, and it's another hunt that I could take the boys. We're going to run the heater in the blind and, and bundle up and have some fun, huh, Bladen? Yeah. Go out there and try to shoot a buck. Do you want me to shoot a doe if we see a doe? Yeah. They just want to see something get shot, don't you? You're pretty upset when I passed that small buck yesterday, weren't you? Mm. Yeah. He said, why don't you shoot that small one and then shoot a bigger one later? <laughs> He's trying to get me to shoot everything that moves out there, aren't you? But they just want to get a deer on the ground, so we're going to go out there and try to get a doe and uh, hopefully maybe get the opportunity to big buck as well and then make a plan for uh, – for Sunday there and I got Sunday and Monday and then it's back to work. Um, but I appreciate you guys tuning into this every day, supporting me throughout the long, the long, uh, recation here. It's been fun chatting with different people and chatting for you guys every night of what I got going on, kind of reliving it in my mind and game planning with me, but I'll be back in the park pinch tomorrow and hopefully I can shoot one of those bucks or maybe, maybe trailer park or something to come through, huh? Never know. Um, that's the number one target out there is Trailer Park. He hasn't been around for a while, but maybe we'll we'll catch him. Um, but uh, this season I've had a lot of friends, a lot of people that have hit bucks, missed bucks, wounded bucks, not found them. Um, it's a tough game that we play out there. I hit a limb on a buck, big giant buck with a drop tine. Um, so if you're in that boat and you've you missed a buck or you hit a limb or you, you wounded a buck, there's a lot of other guys that are out there in the same boat as you. It's a tough game. Everybody says it's a game of inches, and it is, truly. Um, you know, stuff has to be perfect for you to get that kill. Um, it, everything has to work out, and then you have to make the shot. So it's a very challenging thing that we talk about all year and make seem simple, um, but it's not. Uh, but like I said, I did set all day today, another 11 and a half hours. I got, I'm over, 
I got to be close to 100 by now. I, I'll add it up. I got it all wrote down. But I'm not going to give up. Keep pounding it out for you guys. Um, I'll be coming out uh, tomorrow in your ear holes, 7 a.m. Central Time. All right, always try to do the right thing, and uh, Rainer wants to close us out. What do you got to say? Whitetail Legacy is out. We out.